You do wow. I think so. I've lost, I've lost count. There's, there's new ones all the time. Now, when <laughs> you auditioned for Australia's Got Talent, did you think you'd get that far? Well, yeah, you, you, I kind of hoped that I would, but you, you just it, you didn't realise if uh, it was actually going to happen. Um, yeah, it was it was amazing because uh, we, we actually had a girl in our church at the time who had been on the year before, and she'd made the grand final. And so there was a part of me that was like, well, I have to make the grand final as well. <laughs> But I, I was really uh, wanting to, and uh, just to see it happen was, was so I knew it could happen. But it was just when it did, it was it was pretty thrilling to actually see it at work and happen. And did you get a chance to share your faith at all while you're on the program? Yeah, well, I mean, not so much. Uh, I definitely got to acknowledge the Lord uh, on TV, which was great. I, I really wanted to be able to thank the Lord for that. Um, but behind the scenes, there was definitely a lot of um, there, there were a few Christians there that I got to meet, which was fantastic. Um, we sort of uh, all got together and had a couple of prayer times, which was really good. And um, and then there was one time where we you know got to pray, sort of, uh, and and there were a lot of people walking around, so we, we didn't sort of uh, cover it up and go somewhere and uh, try and make it a bit of a secret thing. We and one, I remember one of the guys came along who saw us and said, "What are you guys doing?" I said, "Oh, we're having a pray." And one of the guys said, yeah, come and join us. And he, he sort of hopped in the huddle. And, and I remember afterwards, he, he kind of looked at me like he'd never seen this before. And he said, oh, wow, that was really powerful. And I said, well, it's, it's the Lord. It's it's definitely real. Oh, so, mate. Uh, there, 
there was a lot of that and it was great and um you know there was definitely um behind the scenes there was a lot of just publicly showing that i was uh unashamed of my faith. Well, there's so many Christians that are now getting a, a new platform because of reality TV, uh, not just Australia's Got Talent, yeah. The Voice, Idol, you yeah. know, all, X Factor, all these things. Lots of Christians are, are now getting, uh, you know, doors open for them. And, you know, what an opportunity to, to shine a light, hey? Absolutely, yeah. Yeah, and that, that was it because I, um, you know, previously, um, I guess a couple of years before that, I was feeling that uh, I wasn't shining my light enough. I was actually at a point where I was... Um, covering that light under a bowl as, as it says in um, Matthew 5 it talks about neither do you cover your light under a bowl but put it on a lampstand and uh, I was one of those people that would cover my light and uh, and, and that was you know, at a time in my life where I knew God was just saying no, don't worry about that bowl anymore just shine the light and be unashamed of the gospel and um, it, it was great, great opportunity to do that where it's so public people, people see it and tell us a bit of your testimony. Was there a conversion experience for you as a young fellow, or was it just a gradual thing? Just a, you know, growing up it was a gradual thing. I don't remember a time where it was a, a definite day. I just grew up that just believing the Lord, and that was just as normal as uh, growing up with anything. But um, and so I had a strong faith growing up. But but I guess uh, yeah, in the last five years, I, I'd seen my walk just get a little bit comfortable, and um, and it was just yeah cruise control Christianity, I suppose, where I was just ticking the boxes, going to church, loving God, um, occasionally reading the Word. But um, I had a moment where um, I had anxiety. Um, it was actually something that lasted over a couple of months, and um, and it was a horrible, horrible experience. No, anyone's ever had it. It's just a, like a continual nightmare, really. But um, out of that, I knew that God was going to heal me because He heals all our sicknesses, all our diseases. But... Uh, I really felt God just saying to me, you know, this is time to get real. Almost like Dr. Phil going, get real, come on. <laughs> so it, it was a real wake-up call because I felt like I was lukewarm, and I know that the, in Revelation 3 it talks about the lukewarm that, you know, I'd rather spit you out of my mouth. And so it was a real time for me to just be like awoken to that and say, you know, I don't want to um, take this half-heartedly. I'm all in, you know, uh, choose this day whom you'll serve. And it was from that point. So thank God he allowed me to go through it. And mate, tell me, what other work do you do other than being a comedian? <laughs> That's about it. Um, uh, the, the other work I do is not is the work I do, um, which is being a dad of three kids. And, um, and uh, you know, that, that keeps me pretty busy and, and being a husband. And, uh, you know, aside from that, I, um, involved, I, I'm really passionate about um, seeing young guys, uh, young men just be... Um, men of God that we're supposed to be. So I run a men's group um, in conjunction with my church, and uh, that keeps me a bit pretty busy. But the, yeah, the comedy uh, is busy, and you know, it, it's also great to be able to have moments where I can really um, share the gospel as well. Mate, um, I just have been so uh, impressed uh, with you know the number of people that you've been able to learn to do impressions of over the years. Um, like we said, you've got about 100 through. Is it okay if I just well, shout out a few to you now and yeah, then you can you can rattle them off for me? Sure. Okay, so let's start with Owen Wilson. Yeah, Owen Wilson's great. Yeah, he's got one of those voices, you know, and I, I love it when you know, I say that, you know, we... Uh, you know, they say we only use 10% of our brains. I think we only use 10% of our hearts. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Bear, Bear Grylls, who does the Alpha course. Yeah. 
well, Bear Grylls does out for that drive and takes a lot of guts to be able to do that. And, uh, you know, I always make sure I have loads of protein and vitamins packed in a can of alphabet soup. You don't want to drop it on the ground or it could spell disaster. <laughs> okay, uh, Liam Neeson, who, of course, was uh, the voice oh, of Aslan. Yeah. He was the voice of Aslan, that's right. But he was he was in Taken. I love... Um, I often think about how I'd love to ring um, call centres as, as Liam Neeson in Taken and say, I don't know who you are, I don't know what you want, but I have a very particular set of skills that make me a nightmare for people in call centres. If you stop bringing my home, that'll be it. I won't look for you. I won't pursue you. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to get him one day. I'm going to ring him up like that. Oh, that is awesome. Okay, uh, Ben Stiller. Oh, yeah, Ben Stiller. Oh, yeah, he's one of those uh, boys. And he also played a lion, not Aslan the lion, but, oh, yeah, Alex Lang. You know from Madagascar? That, that, oh, yeah, huh? Can you handle that? Huh? <laughs> okay, Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise, man. <laughs> it's so exciting. <laughs> Woo! Where's the couch, man? i got to jump up and down. <laughs> it's so exciting to speak to you. Arnold Station Wagon? <laughs> it's not Arnold Station Schwarzenegger. Come on. It's fantastic. And, uh, you know, by the way, yeah, I'm getting pretty old now, Matt. Instead of saying lines like, uh, I'll be back, it's, ah, my back. <laughs> what are you, a girly man, hey? A girly man. Get down. Stop it. <laughs> Stop it. It's not a tuba. <laughs> it's not a tuba. It's a tuba. We're playing a big brass band. What are you talking about? <laughs> I, I met Arnold Schwarzenegger. I don't know if I told you that, but he... Um, he, he saw I dressed up like the Terminator, and it's quite funny. I always, he said, who does your makeup? And I said, it's not makeup. I had a fight with a Democrat. <laughs> and then he's like, no, who does the makeup? He was, uh, he was quite intimidating. <laughs> it, was, it was pretty awesome. Oh, that's good. Now, mate, I saw a clip of you the other day impersonating Russell Crowe, uh, and you were with uh, Ray Comfort from the Way of the Master Ministry. Uh, yeah. Can you do a Russell Crowe for us first, and then yeah? Yeah, mate. I was uh, doing a bit of Russell Crowe and uh, got to meet fellow uh, Kiwi uh, uh, Ray Comfort, and uh, but uh, yeah, it was a bit of discomfort in the room because I was trying to compare my Noah to his movie, but uh, actually found out his movie is a lot better, and would like to make sure that floods of people go to see. Noah and the last days. <laughs> That's very good. So I'm a big fan of Ray Comfort. I hear he's preaching oh. a lot and I see his TV show. So you got to meet him. What was it like? Yeah, it, it's funny because you, you just meet him and he's just as down to earth as you see. Uh, yeah, Ray Comfort. And uh, I keep trying to do his voice, but he, no, he's a terrific guy and <laughs> a lot of fun. He, he showed me around his office and he um, it's a picture of, he goes, oh, that's it's me on a cruise, and it's a picture of the word me on Tom Cruise. It's just silly <laughs> stuff, but... We we had so much fun and uh, and had had some lunch and uh, watched the show get done. So it was just hanging out and um, you know I just had such a great connection with the guys. I love what they do with sharing the gospel and uh, they, they just do it so well. So it was it was really cool to be able to connect with these guys. And what were you doing over there? Were you a part of a conference or something? Or? Uh, yeah, well, I, I went over and uh, actually to go to a conference in. Uh, Colorado, in Windsor, Colorado, there's um, a uh, mission society over there called Ellerslie. I don't know if you've heard of them. They're um, they're not, not super well known, but uh, there's a guy called Eric Ludy who uh, I, I watched his uh, preaching for the past couple of years, and he is just, um, he's like something from a different era. He's like almost like a Leonard Ravenhill or a Tozer or someone like that who's just been slotted into today, who's just He's bringing back the majesty of God, which uh, I, I think is just awesome. And his preaching is just, it's all the word of God. It's all truth. And uh, I, I went over and saw that and, and met the guys. And they, they're just uh, so down to earth. And uh, 
And I, I love it. He uh, he just said, he said, the, the theme of Ellerslie is, um, he said, you might want to write this down. <laughs> We're getting ready for this sort of mission statement. He said, here it is, it's, it's Jesus. And uh, so it was awesome, just something so simple, but he told it so well. And uh, I felt, I don't know if I was too spoiled in, in you know, if there's such a thing to have too much of uh, a good thing, but it, it certainly came away extremely blessed. And we certainly would recommend people to get their hands on that uh, that Ray Comfort Noah DVD yeah. that you talked about. That's a brilliant little uh, documentary, isn't it? Yeah, it, it is fantastic. In the um, yeah, it really makes you think. Uh, it gets a lot of people to really think it through. And uh, but he explained the gospel so well. Now, mate, you shared a bit of your testimony before how you you grew up knowing about God, but then you got a bit lukewarm and you, and you got kind of fired up for God again, you know. Uh, there yeah. might be people listening now that are thinking that they're quite distant from God and uh, they might need to reconnect or, you know, give their heart to God. Would you just share with our listeners, you know, what is the gospel and how do people respond to it? How do people get connected to God? Yeah. Oh, well, you know, um, I, I realized that um, I guess in the state that I was in that, one of the first things I had to do was come to a place of repentance uh, because I realized, um, you know, I've been reading through the Old Testament and you continually hear God's a jealous God, which sounds strange, but he just wants our time. He's our father and and he's that uh, father who patiently waits for us like the prodigal son. And uh, I had to just completely choose, as I said before, choose this day whom you'll serve. And, and it was a case of, you know, God doesn't want just our time on Sunday and just uh, occasionally he, he wants our whole lives. And and uh, basically, you know, I had to realize that, you know, Jesus has given his whole life to us. He's spent his body, he's shed his blood for us completely and um, he's died for us. So in a sense, we, we have to completely, not physically, but spiritually die for everything. And, complete, and, and I realized that the scripture about if we hold on to this life, we're going to lose it. But if we lose this life, uh, for my sake and the gospel will be saved and and that was something that I realized because I was pursuing what I wanted to do and even I was praying I was praying God you know help me to get what I wanted to do in comedy help me to get this um, I realized it was a focus on me and and for me the gospel is it's all about Jesus and I realized I, I just laid that on the line and said God or laid it on the altar so you know if you want to let me have this it, it'll You'll, you'll let let it happen in your way, um, but you know I'm willing to just let go of it, and uh, and out of that comes then the resurrection life. Because just as Jesus got the resurrection life when He rose again, we get that, and we get that power of the resurrection life. So that's been awesome to have um, in exchange for the old way of life. And you realise why would I want to be lukewarm again? So and and one of the greatest things is getting into the Word of God because. Uh, you know, I, I, I dusted my cover and I realized <laughs> I don't want to be dusting my Bible anymore. I've got to be reading this every day and because um, the Word of God is Jesus in text and so it speaks to us. And um, and I realized something that yeah, we only, uh, I mean, just 15 minutes a day is, is the very least we can give, but there's, there's 96 blocks of 15 minutes and we've got to give God at least one of those. Mm, that's so, brilliant, yeah, mate. I, I do this journaling thing where I read through the Bible each year uh, and every day read a, a couple of Old Testament chapters, a couple of New Testament chapters, and uh, 
for eight years now. It's just changed my life. You know, it's it like yeah. it's like a laser foundation for your day, and uh, yeah. you're getting the whole counsel of God when you're reading through the whole mm-hmm. Bible too. And such an important yeah. thing. And they say it's the only thing that determines the difference between a Christian who grows and a Christian who plateaus. Um, yep. You've got to be into the Word of God every day. It's such an important thing. Absolutely. Well, mate, it's been such a blessing to catch up with you today, and we pray that God continues to open doors for you, and uh, we you. enjoy having a laugh with you, but you've, you've got a great yeah. message that you bring as well. So thanks so much for joining us today. Oh, thank you, mate. Absolute pleasure. And, God of course, bless. the website is uh, benpricecomedy.com if people want to find out more. You're also on Facebook and Twitter as well. Yeah, yeah, all of those. <laughs> Facebook, Twitter, Smoke Signals. You, you can get me any other. <laughs> <laughs> so good. All right. God bless you, mate. Thanks for your time. God bless Thank you. Thanks for joining us on History Makers. If you'd like to listen to this interview again, just go to historymakers.tv. There you'll find links to Facebook, Twitter and Instagram. You can subscribe to our iTunes podcast or check out our YouTube clips. And you can find out about History Makers TV. We are a faith-based ministry and we appreciate every donation. You know, the vision of History Makers is to share the good news of Jesus Christ to the nations of the world. If you'd like to partner with us, send us an email, info at historymakersradio.com. God bless you. Have an awesome day. I'm Matt Prater, and why don't you go and make history? History Makers. Order your flash drive with 20 of the best History Makers interviews now at historymakers.tv for just $19.95. All proceeds will help History Makers Radio and TV share the gospel all around the world. Order now at station sponsor, historymakers.tv. You'll hear interviews from Mark Burnett, producer of the Bible series and Survivor. Musicians like Paul Coleman, Mark Schultz and George McArdle from the Little River Band. Also Kate Brax, winner of MasterChef 2011, former Olympian Elka Whalen and many more. Order now at historymakers.tv.